thinking outside the box and the box it came in the blind leading the nearsighted four out of five doctors recommend not listening this is cash withdrawal and four out of five doctors recommend welcome back to cash withdrawal quarantine edition day 32 hope you had a great weekend it's about 3:33 in the morning on a Monday, and uh, I just decided to come down to the man cave and to the to the underground and give you some notes from the underground. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, hope you had a nice Easter. I had never really been around for Easter very much, so I'll tell you a little bit about that. I'll talk to you about having too much pizza. We'll talk about Ozark on Netflix and why you shouldn't watch it. We'll talk about toilet paper. We're going to discuss the Birdbath Book Club. But first, we're going to talk about uh, Easter and the jog that I took today. I, um, Like I said, I haven't been around much for Easter over the years. seems like I'm always traveling on Sundays. And um, pretty cool holiday. Um, the kids love the eggs, you know. My wife put a bunch of eggs out. and Although I'm keeping my distance from them, I'm still quarantining from my family. They were running around grabbing the eggs, and uh, they still believe in the bunny. I think we're going to keep that going as far as we can. Um... I took a jog today, which uh, it's weird taking a jog now because you, in the streets you have people with masks on and it's like Frogger. Everyone's trying to avoid each other. Um, it really felt like Frogger when you go through the streets. None of the paths are open, so you have to sort of veer around people and make sure nobody gets close to you. And uh, But what I found when I take these jogs is there's a lot of moms out there that are like... There's a lot of groups of women in Manhattan Beach that are sitting like six to ten feet apart in circles and just drinking. And I'm not talking just on the weekends. Uh, it's pretty much a daily thing. The parking lot at my kid's school, as I run past it, has just women in circles drinking. And, um, and then their kids are kind of playing in a corner somewhere, usually trying to stay a little bit further apart than usual, but not as much as probably they should. And it strikes me that like, and I've heard a lot of people talking about this and a lot of moms complaining, uh, you know, when I do stop and talk to people, run into somebody I know. A lot of these people, not just the women, the men also, um, had no expectation to ever actually, you know, need to raise their children. Now, this might be uncommon. Maybe this is a Manhattan Beach thing, but there's a lot of parents out there that are freaking out because they have to raise their children. There's, you know, there's... Uh, there's lots of nannies and stuff, and you know, there's lots of like, you know, people that have helped these these families that are no longer there to do it because everyone needs to stay apart. And now, for the first time, these people um, actually have to be parents, and they're not digging it. Um, you know, I know Justin Timberlake got in trouble this weekend, and I guess he said something about how tough it was to be a full time parent, and he got in trouble for it. I think it's good news that the pandemic must be going well enough that people can worry and have time to worry about what Jason, Justin Timberlake says. But um, so I thought that was a good sign because that's back where we were before, where we could worry about what one celebrity said and obsess over it for a week, have it be a big story. That being said, he got in a lot of trouble for it. Now, he personally may be a great parent. And, you know, maybe this was one of these things. This isn't a sort of a this isn't a judgment on him, but but a lot of people just, like, if, if you didn't intend to raise your own children, you were just going to sort of push it off on a nanny, um, 
don't have kids. I that's how I've always felt about it. It's like if you're not going to raise your own kids, don't have them. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't think everyone should get that. It's like it, you know, if if you were going to have any other pursuit in your life and pay no attention to it, maybe you know, it's not it's not a hobby. You know, if you pick up, you know, if you grab a guitar and you never play it. Uh, not that kids are like guitars. I'm just saying that's no big deal. That's the point. It is different. If you want to play, you say, that's a hobby. I just haven't picked it up in a few years. Um, if you're not going to be able to raise your own kids, if you need to sit around in circles with other people and just drink all day because this is such a strain on you, then I just go ahead and don't do it. Nobody, Not everybody needs to do it. Uh, it's no big deal. Uh, no harm done. Because I think there's a lot of kids out there that don't turn out as well because they were raised by nannies. And I think they sense that, you know, um, not such a great setup. I mean, some of the most successful people in the world, they can't be good parents. It's not possible. It's not possible. And, you know, one of the most successful people in the history of show business, Tom Cruise, he's doing like four movies a year. He's on set 98% of his life. It's just not possible that he could be a good dad to all of his kids. It's not possible. He might be very pleasant. He might be very positive. He might give them advice and have a weekend with them once every eight weeks. But it's just not possible that he could put the time in to really have them reflect uh, his uh, values. That's just how I feel about it. So um, I'm sure this isn't uh, groundbreaking, but, you know, we're down here in the basement at uh, 3.36 in the morning. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about stuff like this. Um, it's really interesting, changing topics here, the strategy of, you know, shopping at this point. Because um, you, you know, you, <laughs> when you order out, which we do maybe once a week now, you end up, ordering too much of something because you're like oh we're not gonna pizza guy's not gonna come by for a while like the first thing we ordered was thai food and so much thai food came that we ate it for like 10 days and i don't know that i can eat thai food anytime soon i'm worried we ruined pizza even we ordered like six pizzas and lived off it for like 10 days and barely barely able to even have any appetite for pizza. That's a bad situation. So be careful with the amount of stuff you order um, because it can backfire on you big time. We've run out of toilet paper or we're down to our last roll as a family. And I honestly, true story, made a phone call yesterday to a friend and asked if he had any extra toilet paper. At this point, it's like, I mean, it's almost like going after some cocaine probably i i've never snorted cocaine i don't know exactly what that phone call would sound like but it'd be something like the phone call that i had looking for the toilet paper hey buddy do you got any of that uh got any of that white stuff got any of that soft i kind of need something to blow my nose into if you know what i'm talking about you got any of that sweet 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 delicate soft white stuff i'm just gonna stick my face in it when i need to blow my nose um, <laughs> it's so hard doing something that you think is somewhat funny um, in a basement office uh, at this hour for nobody 
but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up on uh, the things I think are somewhat humorous. Um, I mean, I was telling TJ about it. I, I, I do think it's interesting you see these late night hosts and just how terrible they look performing in front of no studio audience. It's very, very easy for you know, people in the industry to say things like, I, I know what's funny. I, I don't need a I don't need people laughing for me to know. I know if it's a good crowd. Uh, you know, when you had someone come see you and you're performing and you're just starting and the comedy club owner would be like, I, I know the difference. I mean there's there's twelve people in the crowd, but I, I know what's funny and what isn't. And it's like, no, actually this crowd's gonna make me look bad because I'm gonna look better. You're gonna think it's funnier if you see 250 people laughing versus 12 people. It's just a fact. You're not gonna know how much this material kills if you don't see it killing. You can you can sort of act like you're so smart you know that stuff, but it's human nature. Um, that it is contagious. Laughter's contagious. And uh, um, so uh, I think it's funny to try to do funny things. Uh, or it's interesting to try to say funny things uh, on cash withdrawal now where I'm just talking to myself. But at the same time, I'll bring up humorous things that I find interesting uh, over the course of this show once in a while. Um, Netflix. I have Netflix now. I uh, My friend gave me the... I'd never had Netflix before and my friend gave me the code. And uh, it's funny because I think he's given the code to a bunch of people. So, including his mom. So uh, the other day, uh, all of the TVs were being watched at the same time. And it was like, you know, all the devices are used. And they show all the people that are watching what they're watching. And my friend's mom uh, was watching Queen of the South. She lives in the Midwest. And uh, I have her phone number, so I thought it'd be funny. I called her and I'm like, hey, uh, it was like midnight or something. Uh, in Chicago, I'm like, hey, um, let's call her, uh, let's call her Annie, because, uh, you know, I want to protect the names. There's, you know, when six and a fourth people are listening, you don't want to expose anybody and uh, say too much about what my friend's mom's name is. Uh, you know, I'm always very protective of that kind of thing. I'm so paranoid about that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I feel like uh, I'm going to get a phone call from Tom Cruise tomorrow and he'll say, because this, this is the world we live in now where anything you say can be, can be, uh, you know, can go viral and then you have to defend yourself. So I even feel paranoid right now. Like, even as I was saying it, I was like, you're going to have to cut out the Tom Cruise part because you said Tom Cruise can't be a good parent. And I just don't think he probably has the time. I, I'm sure he would love to be. I'm just saying, I don't know how you can be gone all the time and be a great parent in any event. Um Getting back to it, I called Annie at like midnight in Chicago. I'm like, Annie, hey, can you uh, can you kind of finish up with the Queen of the South? Um, because I uh, I've got to watch. I've got some uh, I've got some shows I want to watch. I want to watch Shit's Creek, which I've been watching. I watched Shit's Creek. I think it's it's solid. Um, been watching The Good Place, which I'm enjoying very much. Um, it's been a nice. It's been the nicest thing in terms of TV watching that's happened during the uh, during the quarantine. The Good Place. I, I think it's well written. It's more um, you know sort of plot driven than even funny, but I, I like the characters. I think it's really warm. And I watched the first episode of Ozark over the weekend, and it is amazing. And I'm not going to watch anymore. Um, 
first with the amazing part, just the first episode, it blew my mind. I mean, it's just really, really intense. And, uh, you know, I don't want to tell you too much about what happens in it. You may have seen it already. Um, but it's just, it's really well acted. It's well written. The direction seems, it's just really like, has a mood, a really dark, um, sinister, sort of um, intense mood. And that being said, I will never, as curious as I am to watch the rest of it, I will never watch it again. Because I just don't think it's a good uh, idea to be, um, in terms of my mood, what I was trying, I try to analyze after these things. Okay, did you, you were definitely interested and you were on the edge of your seat, but did you feel happy? Did you feel, did you feel good afterwards? Because there's a lot of great shows out there that are uplifting. Did you feel, and I'm not saying on, on any kind of moral uh, point here, I'm not saying it's morally unsound to watch these types of shows, but this is the way I felt with The Wire. It's so intense, I just didn't feel good. I didn't sleep as well. These are some real tough situations these people are in, and it's really intense. And by the way, if you like that kind of stuff, great. If you like horror movies, great. But for me, I'm trying to protect my mood. And I didn't sleep that well. Uh, I'm up at 3... Three whatever in the morning right now, talking to you, uh, the sixth and the fourth, because it, it it bleeds into your consciousness. And if you're if you're watching stuff about desperate people in desperate situations for long periods of time, it can take over your thought process. Um, I always loved the Shield because although there was a lot of desperate stuff going on, it had sort of a tongue in cheek. There was a sense of humor to it. And so far, I don't see the fun, funny parts of, of Ozark. Um, maybe you can reach out and say, hey, it gets really hilarious. But thrillers just affect me in a, in a bad way because you end up being surrounded. It ends up bleeding into your thought process. So I don't think I'm going to watch any more of it, even though I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was great. And, um, but I'm going to find something a little more mystical, something that will uplift my mood. Um, if you want to reach out, let me know if there's a show like that that you would suggest on the Cashing with T.J. Miller Facebook page. I'd love to hear it. Um, I like The Good Place. I like more, um, you know, I like The Sopranos because there was a sense of humor to it. Um, anything that's too dark, I just can't really handle. Um, I've heard Stranger Things is good. Maybe would that fall into this category? Let me know. Let me know if there's something you think I should see. Uh, because you guys know me as well as anyone at this point. Anybody listening to this show, I mean, this is a deep dive into my thought process. And um, uh, I'm flattered anybody bothers to listen to these late night uh, ramblings. Um, last last note, uh, we did our first Birdbath book club meeting. There were about six of us. And it was really awesome. We talked about the Dutch house and just some really nice people that have listened to the show um, from all over the country, um, and uh, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, we were going to decide on what, what our next book is, if you want to get involved with a book club. I'm almost done with Richard Russo's book, Chances Are. It's kind of a page-turner. It's more of like a whodunit than most of the books he wrote, Nobody's Fool. I think I'm just going to go with it and see if anyone wants to talk about it in two weeks. Uh, it doesn't have to be those same people if they can't get around to it quickly enough. If, if they want to just do the next book, it's up to you. 
but I think I might just stick with it because I'm almost done with it and I need people to talk to about it. Uh, it's called uh, Richard Russo, Chances Are, and uh, we're going to Zoom another book club, we'll say in two weeks from when this podcast comes out, and um, we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll have some birdbath conversations about Richard Russo's book, Chances Are. It's not a classic, but uh, he's a good author. He wrote Nobody's Fool. Uh, he wrote, um, I want to say Empire Falls. Um, it's an easy read, um, and you have two weeks to do it. So uh, let me know if you want to get involved with that. And then maybe we'll let everyone, I'm sure I'll let other people suggest books. I just happen to be almost done with this one, so I thought, what the heck, let's, uh, let's go ahead with it. So I hope you had a great weekend. Go ahead and have a jog. Do a little frogger. Uh, if you need to, sit around in a big giant circle and drink. Um, don't eat too much pizza. Stay away from Ozark if, uh, if it's going to adversely affect your mood. And make sure you have enough toilet paper because at this point, it's like cocaine. Thanks for listening. Dishai! Dishai!